Hello, uh, Jacob here with a brief heads up. We've got a content warning uh, about suicide at um, around 2440 to 2632. Um, it's right after we start talking about uh, kyber crystals and like sort of the, the labor in the context of the film. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hello, uh, welcome to Seasons, A Year of Movies. I'm Jacob. I'm Emma. And we're here talking about our final Star Wars movie. We made it! Rogue One, we did make it. It's, yeah, it's been a, a much longer journey than it should have been or could have been. But here we are at the finish line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will say, um, so for those like wondering what the future of the podcast is and how we're going to sort of do things after this, we're going to do a wrap-up pod where we talk about Star Wars and then we're going to do a final sort of, I mean, then we're going to be like, okay, here's what we're going to do in 2019 mm -hmm. and like here's, you know, we'll put a schedule on the site and, yep. and, and stuff on that old map again. So anyway, people will be able to see what we're doing and what movies we're watching uh, ahead of time. Yeah, thank y'all for your patience. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we're hoping to have, you know, we're getting the hang of this. Um, we're going to be at uh, PodCon we are in be a couple PodCon. weeks. Oh, that's um, right. <laughs> yes, we need, to, we need to do some planning, but we are going to be in Seattle at PodCon, um, and I'm hoping that that will give us some tools um, and some motivation to, yeah. you know, stick to our schedule and make a better podcast I keep, I, for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, so, yeah, thank you all if you're listening, or if you're not listening, and just support us in general. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, okay, well, let's let's dig in. Let's start with our, our likes and yikes. Mm -hmm. uh, Emma, what, what is your like? Yeah, so my like, one of many, <laughs> um, just something little that I enjoyed, is um, right at the beginning, um, Jin has a little Stormtrooper doll, um, and it's, like, very cute, and you know how much I love little Star Wars dolls, um, a la Force Awakens. Um, and oh, yeah, right, and yeah. it's like, and it's just like, and it's also cool because like, you know, it's like one of the like black death troopers, you know, like those new kind of troopers that they have in this movie that uh, don't really do anything different <laughs> um, than regular stormtroopers. They're just but, scary. Like, yeah, they're, they're scary, scary and stuff. And so like, they like pick up this like tiny little like white and like grimy doll and stuff. And it's like a nice contrast between the two. And it's also like, you know, speaks to like. I don't know, like, speaks to how, like, kids live in the Empire with, like, right. cool, like, stormtrooper dolls, you know? Yeah, just they... like kids in real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I like, I like little, little dolls. Yeah, well, how about, how about, what, what was your yike? <sighs> more gullet. <laughs> I hate more gullet. Why do you hate more gullet. More gullet. All right, we can't yes. do that. We can't do that. Um, We're done. I hate it so much. If you mm -hmm. don't remember, um, so it's yeah, like which the you weird, might not. Yeah, <laughs> which because uh, it's easy to forget because it has nothing to do with this movie. Um, it's like the tentacle monster that Saw Gerrera has, and he uh, like sicks it on Bodhi, and it's like more gullet can tell if you're lying. Uh, but Bodhi is the pilot, yes. by the way, who defects. Um, he's like, you know, Morgullet can tell if you're lying, but, like, an unfortunate side effect is that you lose your mind! And stuff, and so we get, like, this weird 
gross tentacle monster. Um, and then it has, like, no lasting consequence whatsoever. No. Um, yeah, I really don't know. I mean, the only thing it does is, like, a cer- yeah, the pilot's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sor Guerrero, like, knows that he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that that establishes yeah. that you need. But honestly, like, he could have just watched the hologram. <laughs> and pretty much, you know, that uh, Matt Nicholson sent. Yeah. Who um, is a lot better in this movie than I remember him being. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like, oh, yeah, like, he's fine. He's just in it. Yeah. But, like, he's actually really good. Yeah. I mean, it's not like anybody has a lot to do in this movie, but, yeah. like, I'm just, you know. <laughs> yeah, everybody's doing a good job. Yeah, really. It's, like, a lot of good performances. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's super hot. He is very hot. Mm. Yeah. As you pointed out first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still, I mean, people were, like, fan casting him as Geralt from The Witcher. Oh, yeah. And, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to, uh, what's-his-face? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's fine. Uh, he does look weird in that wig, though. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to get into that. Um, yeah, well, so uh, my yike is uh, CGI Tarkin. Wow, wow. Is bad looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is true, like, like watching something like Tron Legacy with CGI Jeff Bridges, and then watching this, it's like, whoa, like, this has gotten a lot better. <laughs> but it's also just weird and, and mm-hmm. creepy, and, like, I just want to have like the regular actor and like what is you know i don't know what is the, is the future of this like oh we're gonna do like movies that take place in between star wars four and five oh. and it's gonna be cgi members of the original cast like that sounds like the worst thing ever yeah and i don't yeah i'm not saying that's where this is going but it's just like yeah that echo of it is weird and i also think like yeah like i you know i know that i'm watching a movie like to me this is more distracting like just have mm-hmm. some guy wear makeup yeah. You know, and that's that's what yeah, they did in uh, Revenge of the Sith. And it was a wide shot, but, like, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Yeah, because I, I like Tarkin's place in this movie mm-hmm, um, yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, and, and, like, the weird thing with the CGI for me is, like, in some moments, and this is, like, especially with Leia at the end, it's, like, in, like, from millisecond to millisecond, it changes from, like, okay to horrifying <laughs> to, like, back to okay. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I, I really think, like... Like, and this is the thing is, I don't think you even need to show Leia's face, like, in that final shot. Yeah. You know? Like, I think in some ways it might be more effective if yeah. it was just, like... It did make me cry. <laughs> yeah, especially it was, because, like, after... Yeah the, yeah, the second time I saw it was, like, a day or two after Carrie Fisher died. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also just... Yeah, the thing is, I think that makes... It's, like, weird. It's, like... <laughs> yeah. Ugh, anyway. It's your yeah, yike. That's my yike. I don't... I don't like... I don't like those CGI people. Um, so I really like... So the thing is... So, like, besides that, I really like the way this movie looks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it captures, like, um, how sort of earthy the original Star Wars is. Yeah. And, like, I love how, like, all the stormtroopers, particularly, like, in, in Jeddah, which is, like, the desert town that they're mm-hmm. in at the beginning of the movie, like, everyone's just super dirty. Yeah. You know? And, like, there's sort of dust on everything. Mm-hmm. And, like... And I just really, like, it makes the world, like, feel really lived in and sort of like um material in a way that i really like and i think that even you know i think like obviously the prequels don't have Mm -hmm. uh in the same way like 95 percent of the time (laughs) and and i but i think even like force awakens and last jedi which both do make like conscious strides back towards sort of this physicality that Mm -hmm. the original movies had um still don't have quite the same yeah tactile sensation and like i really like the way 
this movie. And I think, I mean, it, it's, you know, I don't, the thing is, it's not just like a pastiche. It's not like, oh, like, look how this movie looks like a new hope. Yeah. You know, no, it, it's, yeah, it's good. I yeah. mean, we'll get into it, but I think, uh, this movie's a hot mess. Um, but what makes it, um, hot, I guess, in the <laughs> sense, is like, yeah. uh, so much of it is like the visuals. Yeah. Just how everything looks and how things are shot. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like both like a like a dirty and dark and also like gloriously beautiful movie mm-hmm. to look at. Um, yeah, we can get into that later. Oh yeah, yeah, we can we can I mean we can just dive into things. Mm-hmm. So like I mean I really like what you pointed out when we were watching is that like you know so much of the first part of the movie is like this dark and sort of these like mm-hmm. uh, and then you get on the like the last you know fifty minutes of the movie or whatever or on the beach mm-hmm. and it's really bright <laughs> right and like that contrast is like mm-hmm. really cool yeah I'm not um, exactly sure like what it says because um, I think it does good things um, like interesting things in showing like the rebel base is like super dark um, yeah. and like compared to um, especially like in New Hope it's like when they're in that like room with the computer and it's like you know lit like an office or right, whatever yeah, and um, stuff and like so like this whole movie it has like a darker feel and then it's like just shocking like to transition to the light and like part of that is like there's a lot of stuff going on and like right. you need to see what's happening but like yeah. i think it's i think it's just like a cool and interesting contrast um that like i don't know the other movies like play with like yeah. light and stuff right like well i mean then there's that shot that i think is just really like affecting is you know this the star destroyer like coming out of the shadow mm. you know they're like i mean i like the yes. way like this is the thing is that i mean especially since this is you know i mean literally takes place like moments before a new hope mm-hmm. which i'm not crazy about <laughs> yeah um <laughs> that being the case but like but um i really really like how this movie like yeah it's dealing with the very similar visual language mm-hmm but tries to, like, use it in very different ways. Like, that that shot of the Death Star, like, over the horizon of the beach planet Mm -hmm. is, like, so... I mean, it's haunting, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, it's really different imagery than... There's almost, like, yeah, like, it... It, it looks like a moon. It, like, is this yeah. almost, like, natural... Yeah, you know? or, like, that shot where right. it's, like, it's, like, the eclipse part, right? So, yeah. like, the planet's, like, this red moon shape with, like, the little Death Star, like, in it, but it's, right, like... Right, yeah. Or there's that shot where, like, so, the first time they used the Death Star, it's, like, upside down. Yeah. Right? And there's, like... I don't know. I mean, I don't... I'm not sure exactly, like, how to talk about... I mean, I feel like there is, like, sort of meaning there, but you don't necessarily have to unpack that, right? It's just, like, so evocative and it also gives this sense of like like oh this is in space yeah like and the rules of like physics in space like alter right mm-hmm. that you know there's not like and there's just this this um yeah again and i think it's something also like yeah last jedi maybe in particular like lacks mm-hmm. there's a sense of like tangible uh reality yeah even though the timing in uh in, for, in rogue one is also like very quick <laughs> like it, it yeah. does not take very long to get from planet to planet apparently no, no. Um, yeah, I just, I think, like, and this is the thing with this whole movie, I think probably one of the goals of it is to, like, kind of tell, like, these really, like, personal and, like, on-the-ground stories, uh-huh. right, of people, um, whether it was effective, um, <laughs> everything is so muddled in this movie, um, mm-hmm. but, like, I think it's just, like, yeah, 
the whole movie like paints the Death Star in this different way because the way we've seen it before in the other movies, um, and especially in Force Awakens, because um, yeah, it's just like this distant thing. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. like it's powerful and scary, but like it's removed, <laughs> like from right. Well, and, there's also and when this, you when you yeah. like see the destruction of Alderaan, it's like it's like yeah, it just like blows up, right? And it's like it's like very sudden and stuff, and it's like sad and like you know, I, and, like Carrie Fisher does like a great job of like acting in that part, I think, mm-hmm. because like it's sad to her, but like this movie shows like yeah, like what does it feel to like see that like death coming and it's like not an instant thing right like, it looks, yeah. mm-hmm. um it's like you know it's like drawn out and like horrifying and like yeah just seeing that right i don't know well there's also this i mean there's a physical connection too because i mean you like it's the death star like i mean despite the fact that we talked about how in new hope you know the bureaucracy of the empire mm-hmm. is kind of like very present right and mm-hmm. you sort of see this like hierarchy and like the way soldiers and officers interact with each other and like all this stuff right um but this movie like has this like oh like the 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 things that power the death star like they come from somewhere like there's yeah. a place where they exist right and like they have to be mined they have to be extracted and like the fact that they're being extracted at this place like has this very tangible mm-hmm. effect on the population that lives there, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, there's, yeah, just this sense of, I mean, again, I mean, it comes back to like this visual look, right? There's a sense of like physicalness Mm -hmm. of existing, like physically in the world. Yeah. And I think is actually like really, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, in some ways, like, yeah, I I want to, I mean, if I can bounce off of the oh, yeah. physical yeah, of thing, because um, this is one of, one of the things <clears throat> I noticed, like, the first time I watched this movie, and I loved it, um, was just, yeah, the way that, like, like bodies are real <laughs> in this movie, and, yeah. like, the way that they're not in other Star Wars movies, um, or just there's, like, a gravity to, like, people's existence. Like, um, I just always think of, like, you know, in, like... In the other movies, um, like, there's all these dramatic falls off of, like, right, big yeah. high things. And then um, there's a the part where, like, Cassian gets shot and he falls and hits, like, multiple bars of metal. And it's, like, you hear each one and, like, see the impact um, and stuff. And it's, like, so different from just, right. like... He's, yeah. like, falling off the side, like, into this great big chasm, right. you know, and I stuff. Mean, yeah, like... And it's, like... Yeah, and, like, people... Um, like get shot and like keep moving and it's like and so and you know i mean that has happened before in right. star wars but like yeah it's just different and like no yeah it's like well, there's also like that i mean the death of uh, k2 where he's like ugh. you know where yeah like you sort yeah. of see him like falling apart yeah right? like that there's this yeah um this like yeah tactile sensation and yeah and think about also like i mean like major deaths in star wars like at least in the you know original trilogy Right? It's like mm-hmm. Obi-Wan who just vanishes. <laughs> yeah. Like Yoda who vanishes, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Emperor who gets thrown down this big chasm. Mm-hmm. And there's almost... Actually, like, I didn't really think about this connection. Um, but, like... Oh, man. Okay, I just had this big, like, aha. <laughs> because, like, the... You know, he's being thrown into this, like, center of machinery. Mm-hmm. And he, like, channels electricity. There's almost yeah. a sense that, like, he's, like, the heart or sort of the... Mm-hmm. Was of this, like, empire... And, like, you know, being, like, thrown into his own machinery, right? And, like, nice. there's some cool imagery there, right? <laughs> um, but, um, 
but yeah, but it's all sort of distant, right? Mm-hmm. In, in a sense. And the thing is, like, when it when these movies do draw attention to this physicality, um, it's usually in this sort of like robotic sense, right? Mm-hmm. That like yeah. we, you know, Luke losing his hand and then getting a robot hand, right? Yeah. Like Vader, um, you know, being like set on fire <laughs> and like all that stuff, right? Like that's there's sort of this that the 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 trauma that the body goes through is always a sort of transitional thing, mm-hmm. or not always, right? But yeah. usually a sort of transitional thing from like the human to the mechanical. Yeah. Um and like this movie like doesn't interact with that in the same way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um it's like people get shot and then they like stagger around hurt. Yeah. And then they die. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> there's no coming back. Right. Well I think I mean this this kind of ties into some of the way like the force plays into the movie mm-hmm. where I mean the force like in I mean, in, like, I mean, not as much in New Hope, actually, but, like, in, especially in, like, you know, sort of Empire On, uh, the Force is, like, a very tangible thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's, it's, I mean, obviously it's abstract, right? But, like, you see people, like, move objects with their mind and, yeah. like, you know, shoot electricity out of their hands, right? Mm-hmm. That there's, like, this, okay, like, that doesn't make any sense unless there's sort of this supernatural thing, right? Yeah. And in this movie, there's no moment like that. There's no <laughs> yeah. moment where anybody, like, flips a switch or, like, mm-hmm. but the force and, like, the sort of mm-hmm. belief in the force yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. And not just in, I mean, the obvious example is, um... Cheer it. Yeah. I love him so much. Who's very good. So much. Yeah, who's, I think, I think the standout character of this movie. Yeah. Um, he's very good. So I love good. that, that, okay, we, I mean, we should get back to talking about the force, but I love that shot where they're on the, the dad planet. Trying to, you know, Cassian's oh, about uh, to kill the dad. Edu. <laughs> and then, um, and he, like, you know, you find out, like, his staff or, like, whatever is, like, mm-hmm. a big crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, like, like times his shot and, like, hits the yeah, he, like, TIE fighter. It's like he breathes on his hand or something. He's like, yes, like, I got the force. So yeah, like, and there's, I mean, me. just that sort of, like, sense. And I think it's that sense of, like, serenity, mm-hmm. right? Um, the, like... It's just, yeah, really, like, cool. And the thing yeah. is, even it's it's articulated in a physical way, right? Because the yeah. first scene when he fights those stormtroopers off, mm-hmm. like, it's like he, you know, it cuts to him, like, hearing the trigger mm-hmm. of the of the gun, like, you know, being, like, slowly pulled. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's sort of the sense of, like, oh, it's not just, like, yeah, he's, you know, he has this awareness of, like, space and, mm-hmm. like, of sound, which is, you know, a physical thing, mm-hmm. right? We don't necessarily experience it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that like there's a sense of like tangibility to this that's mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, I think it is because yeah, there are certainly, but like those tangible things, I think kind of like it comes from like his practice, not because like because I think it's um, it's not like explicit, but I think it's pretty clear that like Chariot can't use the force. Right. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's. He like is tuned into it and like right. He's help, not like, he's not force sensitive. Yeah, right, in the whatever, um, and stuff. Um, and so like all those tangible things that kind of come from like his own like works and like practice and like study. Um, but then like yeah, but then the only like yeah, you're right. We don't like see the force like. Right. Well, I also love. I mean, sort of tying into that. I love that moment when he's walking to the switch to like activate oh the communications, God. and he's like walking. You know, and there's sort yeah. of this. There's like this very surreal. Yeah. Um. You know that he's just like walking. Nobody's hitting him. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he gets the control panel and can't find the switch. Right. Yeah. Away. It's so right? good. Like that. And I think that's sort of. I think that's one of the things is that this is. Um. I mean, even though I think 
I find a lot really interesting about the force in a very sort of abstract sense. And I think the way, like, I think the way particularly the original trilogy talks about like how, yeah, like the sort of dualistic sides of our spirituality that we mm-hmm. have like the sort of dark potential and like, how do we like reckon with that? I think is really compelling and interesting, but this is the first representation I think of faith yeah. in, mm-hmm. in a Star Wars movie that really like hits me as no. real. It right? was like, that was such, like, a spiritually powerful moment when I, like, first saw it in the theaters. Yeah. Um, that scene that you're talking about. And, yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's, like, this movie is so interesting. And, like, obviously it talks a lot about hope, um, which, you know, I think is, um, I don't know. I, like, is hope the same thing as faith? Right. Um, I mean, yeah, there's lots and, of boring so, sermons about this, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but, like, um, and especially in the context of, like, talking about hope, like, in The Last Jedi. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And we also, and yeah, so, we even talked about hope punk, the, the hope <laughs> punk discourse, right? Yeah. The last episode. Um, um, and stuff, but, yeah, I just, and, like, it's, I don't know, I think it's really interesting that there's, like, lots of different depictions of faith in this movie. Right. Um, and stuff that are, like, pretty small and subtle, but interesting, like, just comparing, like, you know, all the stuff with Chirrut versus, like, Baze, who's, like, kind of, like, stepped away f- from that, but, like, fine, right. you know, but, like, still has it and, like, is able to find right. it. Right. Well, I think also... Even versus, like, versus Jin, like, with her necklace and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. Like... Which I want to get into because I think, um, I mean, with Baze, I just wanted to say that, like, I think something that's interesting as well that's also really... Um, nuances that I think like, like, I mean, yeah, I've met people in my life who have been through really, really hard things. Mm -hmm. And because of those hard things are like, yeah, God like doesn't care about me. And like, Mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, like doesn't exist. Right. Or is, is uninterested. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I've met people who've been through really, really hard things and are like, God is real because they like, you know, they sustained me through this like difficult time. Yeah. Like, you know, right. And the thing is that like, yeah, like both of those, I think we, I think on, like, you know, when we talk about faith, we tend to, like, diminish, sort of be like, oh, like, people have sort of this binary experience, like, Mm -hmm. at some point, someone's faith breaks because of X or Y or because of this or that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, the thing is, the reality is always very complex. And I think that, like, moment where he, like, takes on the mantra, Mm -hmm. you know. And also, I just think, yeah, like, um, I mean, I don't think this movie is angry, Mm -hmm. but I like that moment a lot because he's, like, like, that his anger is, like, tangible and beautiful mm-hmm. in that moment and feels like... And, like, yeah, in sort of the grand scheme of things, it's very small. Yeah. But the movie gives it this this space. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, there's so many threads that I want to... Uh, but the other thing is, yeah, with, with Jin and sort of the the her necklace, mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting, like, it talks about how... I mean, there's sort of, like, multiple images with the kyber crystals yeah which her Mm -hmm. necklace is it's what powers the death star yes it's also what's inside a lightsaber Mm -hmm. right and it's Jin's necklace and then like also um and i'm forgetting the monk dude's name i say the monk dude (laughs) cheer it cheer it he says like this you know the the heart of stars like the strongest stars Mm -hmm. is is kyber right um and then you know Jin's name her nickname from her dad is Stardust, mm-hmm. right? And so there's, I think, all these, like, really sort of layered images yeah. of, like, how that works. And I think it also, I mean, I, I think about, um, I mean, yeah, I think there's some, you know, Carl Sagan quote where he's like, we are, we're star stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We're made, you know, the, the stuff that's in us, like, is from, like, yeah, literally supernovas, yeah. right? Like, stars exploding, like, create um, the materials that, like, make up our bodies and like enable us to like exist on the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that 
that image of like Stardust is poignant in that way, <laughs> right? But it's also um, it's also interesting. That's the same thing that like yeah, it it powers lightsabers, but it powers the Death Star. Yeah, uh, well, with the and thing I with think... lightsabers is it powers both like it powers lightsabers for you know the light yeah. side and the dark right um and to to get all lore lore into it um i yeah. believe like the red lightsabers come from like a cracked crystal it's like you have to break oh break really? the crystal okay. and stuff <laughs> and like spirit and stuff and so like yeah it's just like yeah the the kyber crystals themselves like don't necessarily like mean anything like they only mean what you choose to use them for. right well i think there's also this sense of um like yeah like labor almost mm-hmm. of sort of that like oh like the empire needs like this thing to power mm-hmm. it and it's like using sort of this and the thing is it's it's you know at least through Jin, mm-hmm. like very connected to the human to yeah how she exists how you know she does things right mm-hmm. and like i i just think that yeah like there's just some really interesting imagery. I mean, and I, I kind of want to get into um, this. Uh, so there's this essay. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if I can get this name right. Um, but Gayachli uh, Chatlav Orti Spivak. Um, can the subaltern speak? And it's part of a book she wrote. Anyway, she's, she's an academic sort of cultural um, <clears throat> studies and and she basically writes this this essay about um, basically the idea like yeah like is you know can oppressed people mm-hmm. in any system like actually talk mm-hmm. like do they have a voice and she and the thing is I mean there's sort of you know she's sort of aware that like by the fact that she's like commenting on this mm-hmm. she's almost like removing herself from the voice of the subaltern and it's this very like self reflective and also very complex um, mm-hmm. essay but the answer it kind of comes to is like no. Like, there's, you know, there's no way. Mm-hmm. She tells a story about this, um, I don't remember, yeah, I should have looked it up before the pub, but she talks about, like, this basically this person who was part of this revolutionary action mm-hmm. in, in a country, and she, um, you know, was told, like, this vital information and was worried about letting it out, and so she killed herself to prevent mm-hmm. um, people from finding out, right? Um, but the thing is, like, in this culture, like, you know, women would kill themselves when they were, like, pregnant or you know like out of wedlock right Mm -hmm. and so she like purposely waited until she'd menstruated Mm -hmm. before killing herself right sort of being like i didn't do this for this like this was you know a personal choice that i made like not out of this cultural pressure right Mm -hmm. but apparently like people in the family when they talk about her still talk about her as like being sexually promiscuous Mm -hmm. being like right and so even Mm -hmm. though like there was this very intentional like speaking yeah that was being done like through her actions Mm -hmm. it was still ignored right Um, and that sort of that story becomes like a central image in this essay Mm -hmm. and i think that that's something that's interesting about this movie is that like all of these characters like nobody's gonna remember any of them yeah you know Mm mm-hmm like, at least, like, not in the, you know, the, the, like, the sort of the legend of, like, Luke Skywalker and these people, like, overshadows them inevitably. Yeah. Like, they are very small. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the, I think that's something that, I mean, I'm not saying, like, this movie gives, like, an actual, like, oppressed people a voice. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it enables, like, these, you know, fictional people mm-hmm. to have, like, a moment sort of in the light mm-hmm. and a moment where they are allowed to, like, we yeah. care about them and like they're giving yeah. voice yeah yeah and i i agree with everything you're saying um i it makes me more sad um that i don't know how well this movie gives people a voice yeah because yeah. it is very messy right and yeah. very unclear 
Um, right. You know, yeah. most like you know, gosh, because yeah, like I think I think that's really what they're trying to go th- for, like with all the stuff with Cassian. Right. Is like, mm-hmm. what does it mean to like be oppressed and like try to fight against that, and like right. how does that and, affect like, you... like your sense of self and your morality and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff, and it just does not do it justice. <laughs> no. Whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that argument between Jin and Cass, like, after, mm-hmm. you know... I mean, part of it is it's kind of weird. Because, like, yeah, like, he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't he, do it. He didn't kill yeah, her she's dad. Like, she, he's like, I didn't follow my orders. And he, she's like, orders you knew they, that were wrong? And he's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so and it's right. like, right. yeah, it yeah, doesn't make must... any sense. She's, like, <laughs> right. attacking him for something that he's right. like... Right, and I think, and the thing is, to be fair, like, people have arguments like that yeah. in real life, right? <laughs> but I think there's sort of a, um, that maybe there's a way to set that up or to, yeah. you know, right, to make that clear, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I really like this beat, though, mm-hmm. where he's like, now the rebellion is real to you? Yeah. Like, it's been real to me my whole life. It's and, like, so now you're just good. showing up, yeah. you know? <laughs> And, like, yeah, like, I mean, you just, yeah, I mean, you should say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jin is hashtag white feminism. Like, right, she is yeah. the epitome oh, of being like, oh, like, I'm dealing with a real problem. So I'm going to, like, lead <laughs> this group of people <laughs> who have been, like, dealing right. with crap for, like, way longer. <laughs> and who, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, maybe that's not time, because she was, like, in, you know, yeah, the rebellion. I mean, in the... In mm-hmm. that group and like a child soldier and yeah like, but know. it's but like that i mean even still the whole thing it's like it's like personal to her right, right? like yeah. it's not because she's like oh like i did like you know she went through all that stuff but she's like oh like i don't like i'm just trying to survive like and take care right. of myself and yeah. then once it like affects her personally she's like no like rebellions are built on hope <laughs> let me convince like the whole rebel alliance that, like, <laughs> you know, we did, like, yeah well, i think that's and, one of the things i mean i i feel like i mean i think sometimes criticism about like oh there's only you know one female character in this movie and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that can be can be kind of reductive and like mm-hmm. and i think yeah like the way we talked about the we talk about the best shell test often yeah. is like really silly <laughs> yeah. you know um but i do think that, yeah there's something about this movie is that there's like two women mm-hmm you know, and one of them's barely in it. She's awesome. She's great. Yeah. No, I love. Yeah, that beat where where oh, yeah. she finds out that like yeah, we're speaking of Mon Mothma. Mothma. Yeah. Yeah. To be clear, um, she finds out that somebody snuck away to like attack the you mm-hmm. know, and she like Imperial Archive. barely smiles and it's it's incredibly it's, good. It's very very good. I know. Yeah. I just I've said this before. I'll say it again. I want like a political drama show about like Mon Mothma. Yeah. Um, like dealing with like you know, just like all the different factions of, you know, liberals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's one thing I like about this movie. Is there, I mean, like, and, I don't know, just thinking about the, uh, like, when faced with an existential threat, everybody's like, we can't do anything. Like, we just gotta back off, you know? And that's like, I mean, it's like this stuff with the new Green Deal, you know? The Green New Deal, sorry. Where it's like, it's like, oh, man, like, we, you know, we can't possibly not have people who are getting paid by Exxon Mobil on the climate committee. <laughs> like, you know? Like, yeah, like, that's just an impossible ask. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, these systems, we have to maintain them. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's just very, like, real. Mm-hmm. 
God, I think that's like a good. But yeah, and that was. I mean, there was somebody on Twitter who's like, "Yeah, is that supposed to make the Rebel Alliance look good? Like it's bad?" They're <laughs> like, "Yeah, no, it's bad. The movie yeah. knows this is bad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I think also, yeah, we should talk mm-hmm. about then sort of how this movie deals with um, extremists, mm, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Again, does it deal with it? <laughs> I don't know because because the thing is, it's sort of there's definitely this like loaded imagery that it's oh, playing yeah. with, right? Because it's like this occupied, you know, city mm-hmm. occupied by an imperial force, mm-hmm. right? In Where the they're extracting desert. like important fuel resources, you know. Yikes. It's like there's yeah, there's like very explicit parallels, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think you know the thing is, the movie is clear about it. it's like hey, like the empire is. Bad. It's bad, and it's bad like not just because like it's this like abstract evil bad, mm-hmm. but it's bad because like the way they're like extracting these resources like mm-hmm. has a tangible negative effect. Like the, yeah. and like also this like I mean this 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 faith community right yeah. like in mm-hmm. that's been displaced by the empire that's yeah. been like you know affected and and destroyed by it right mm-hmm. is like yeah like that stuff I think is really effective and evocative. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I was about to say but. Too. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I just, I don't know what the movie's trying to say, and I think, like, it almost does, like, a job, kind of what we were talking about, like, in Last Jedi, like, how, um, you know, there's, like, discussion on, like, oh, like, both sides are bad, and it's like, no, like, that's not true, um, and stuff, like, this, this movie does show that, like, oh, yeah, like, even, like, the Rebels and stuff, it's, like, yeah, like, the Rebel Alliance is, like, inactive a lot of time when they should, right. should be taking yeah, action. Yeah, what it's also... And, like, there's a lot of fighting yeah. and stuff. I mean, I think we have a tendency... I mean, maybe, maybe... I don't know, just sort of to be, like, to be reductive. I mean, mm. especially the, the, the right tends to be very reductive about the left and be like, oh, like... And, like, the way people talk about, like feminism Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh it's just this massive Mm -hmm. the thing is yeah there's so many different kinds of of feminist theory and the way people are acting things like you know people who maybe fundamentally agree about like Mm -hmm. the way you know might very much disagree about like how we should talk about certain kinds of issues and Mm -hmm. like i think you know the idea that yeah like the idea that oh the rebel alliance was not this unified like front Mm -hmm. but there was like lots of infighting Mm -hmm. and like different factions is like it's good. Good, yeah. And, but then again, it, like, puts Saw Gerrera's, like, in this imagery of, like, terrorists. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Which, right, which, on the, on the one hand, yeah, is, like, you know, the Empire is pretty explicitly, like, bad. Yeah. But it's also, like... But, like, to the audience who's viewing it, it's, right, like, like how... you only see, like, that kind of, right. like, dress and mannerism, like, in certain media, like, in right. a certain it's... way in media. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, man. Yeah. Sorry, I just I I don't know the full context of this. I just read like a part of a very old New York Times article about Osama bin Laden mm-hmm. where he was like rebuilding communities and stuff mm-hmm. and like anyway, and it's very positive. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Anyway, just interesting. I don't like <laughs> have, I don't have a comment. But like, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, these situations are like very complex, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, and I think, you know, um I'm trying to... Because I don't think the movie's ever like, man, like, here's the part where Sor Guerrero goes too far, you know? Yeah. And, like, that scene where they, like, bomb the, the like, Imperial transport, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, okay, like, yeah, yeah. like, they do that, you know? Yeah. And, like, it doesn't feel like... Like, there is the girl, yeah. you know? But, like, it doesn't feel like, oh, she's... They're not targeting innocent people, yeah. right? Like, she's, she's a bystander. And, like, also, like, 
I mean, that's the first moment. Also, it's a good good beat because we see oh, Jit actually does care. Like she yeah. is invested. In, oh, but that I mean, a different tangent. But like, I get yeah. so sad about that every time I watch this movie because it's like, yeah, she like ca- does care and she like saves this little girl and then like shortly after. <laughs> everybody in in that city dies like and stuff and it's like it's like a nice thing it's like yeah we like should like you know like care about things in the face of destruction right yeah that's Um, something i've been thinking a lot about this year yeah (laughs) (laughs) um moment of silence yeah but yeah no i think that's true it's Mm -hmm. sad it's it's sad lots of people die in this movie lots of people die but that's the thing is that I mean, something, something I think, I don't know, like, I feel weird about when people are like, yeah, like, so many people died on the Death Star. Isn't that, like, sad? Like, they blew up a whole planet. Like, I'm not, I'm not that broken up about it, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I mean, they like. They're going to blow up more planets. planets. Yeah, like, this seems bad, you know? Um, but, but at the same time, yeah, like, this is a movie where there's a lot of death, but most of that death feels impactful. Mm-hmm. Feels like, oh, there's a, you know, and not just, like, there's the big heroic deaths, right? Yeah. But. Um, but there's also like much smaller things and sort of, you know, like mm-hmm. that do like, there's tons of moments like the Ewok bit in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. No. And even just thinking about like the fact that, um, like Tarkin blows up the base on Scarif, yeah. it's like, like the empire like is willing to like kill like yeah. thousands of its own people right right like in the first <laughs> like to maintain its goals uh, when i was even more insufferable um i read an article on i think overthinking it okay. or something you know that was like is you know because basically yeah like when, when you blow up a planet you're like annihilating an economic resource you know mm-hmm. and so okay. is is the you know basically a cost benefit analysis like is okay. it economically yeah. sound to like have a death star and to ever use it mm-hmm. right and the thing is like there are actually historical parallels that like roman mm-hmm. uh troops would like burn you know completely ravage yeah. um towns you mm-hmm. know that were like resistant to the empire and stuff so i don't like yeah but there is sort of there's a there's yeah there, again there's sort of a scale to this violence that's like mm-hmm. very terrifying yeah. and existential mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I have a point to that. Yeah, I don't know either. Empire is bad. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, ooh. I, I really like the beginning scene of this movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And stuff, and, like, one of the really good bits in it is, um, you know, uh, Krennic's, like, talking to Galen and stuff, and he's like, don't you want to come back? Like, don't you want to um, bring peace to the Empire? Yeah. And stuff, and... Um, and Galen's like, you're confusing peace with terror or, you know, yeah, something right. like that. Yeah. And then Krennic's like, well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And like, that's like, I mean, it's good. Cause it shows right. like, I love Krennic. He's like, so skeezy and, and like, so, so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, that's just like, oh, like, it's interesting in the context kind of like back to the original trilogy of like the mundanity of like the empire and it's right. like it's like yeah they like know what they're doing <laughs> like, right yeah they're aware mm-hmm. it's it's not just like oh like you know um i'm thinking of um oh gosh i can't remember the theory um but it's kind of like yeah i don't know if i know this it's no like it's a like a sociological kind of yeah. like economical theory that like oh, like, everybody, you know, um, you, like, need to do things the most efficient way. And, like, if you right. do things the most efficient way, like, you know, then, like, 
that oh, yeah, results like in like the best benefits. Well, that's, a, that's the thing in economics too. That like you, yeah. I mean, you assume that everyone is acting out of self interest, yeah. and then like a, um, you know, and, so, and acting efficiently, mm-hmm. right? And then you sort of are able to accurately judge. Yeah, and happens. then like theories after that um, stem into kind of like oh, like people try to do things efficiently, but then it turns into bureaucracy where like there's rules, but they don't actually like mean anything, right? And right. stuff. And I think you could like look at that as like oh, like the empire, like you know, is like. At least, like, the majority of the people are, like, just, like, trying to do their job. Mm -hmm. But, like, also so many people, like, know that it's, like, oh, like, this is not, like, just an efficient way of governing. It's, like, like, they're actively, like, know what they're doing. uh, Last night I listened to an episode of Friends at the Table. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I won't get too much into it. Uh, But, yeah, shout-outs to Friends at the Table. It's a very good Mm -hmm. actual play podcast. But um, basically it was just the GM, like, reading aloud. Uh, short stories that he wrote it was just like a 20 minute episode mm-hmm. um and one of them was about like this guy who works for like this like basically this god mech that's like mm-hmm. you know super evil right okay. and he's like thinking about like am like why do i like work for this and there's some there's just like multiple things that like you know maybe like it's fulfilling and maybe it's good and then one of the things is just like oh you know statistically like someone has to be Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah. like like the way that's just where the dice have fallen for mm-hmm. me, right? Yeah. And I think that like yeah, there's some interesting element of that with like this sort of, sort of sense of scale, right? Mm-hmm. That like everyone's like just dealing with the the hand that they've been dealt, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, I think and it, that like ties into the whole reason why like Galen does work on the Death Star, right? Because right. he's mm-hmm. like, well, like if I'm not here, then like there will yeah. be somebody else, right? And stuff, and so it's yeah. like I'd rather. Mm-hmm like use like the position i'm in to like try yeah. to do something about it than to like remove myself from the situation because like right. it's bad i think it's a really interesting thing because i, I mean we've talked about i mean you talk about the the superhero theory mm-hmm. with like oh you know if we just have good teachers then we'll fix the educational system mm-hmm. or if we like have good politicians right mm-hmm. then like we'll you know but the sort of but you're like but you know that never works, right? Because mm-hmm. sort of systems encourage people to act in certain ways, right? Mm-hmm. And inevitably sort of lead to this kind of... And I think, the, I mean, this movie sort of cuts an interesting line there mm-hmm. where it's, I mean, it's both like, yeah, like you need, you need Galen Erso. You need the guy on the inside yeah. who's like making, you know, making, like sort of making things harder, right? Mm-hmm. But you also need, you know, so-and-so. You need, I mean, you need the rebels. You need yeah. the people who are, like, violently acting and sort of outside the system <laughs> of, of power, right? Yep. And then you need sweet, precious Bodhi in the middle. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love that. I love that part. And I think, I mean, yeah, like, I wish there was a little bit more of this where mm-hmm. that part where Bodhi's talking about his relationship with Galen. Yeah. And he's like, and, like, it's, yeah, I, I don't, that's one of the things about this movie is I don't think it's, like, the best written movie yeah. Um, like I was thinking about like some of the lines, like we were talking about Last Jedi, some of the lines in Last Jedi, like I want to punch my fist, yeah. you know, push my lousy, beautiful town is like so good. There's like so many like moments like that mm-hmm. and there's not like nearly as many in this one. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot more pat and like, yeah, like rebellions are built on hope is sort of like a nonsense, nothing thing to <laughs> yeah. say. Right. Um, but that moment is just so like, like, you know, Galen speaking to someone who's like in a similar situation that they're both like mm-hmm. against the empire, but also like in it and complicit with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And sort of saying like, if you, you know like, find this place in your heart where you can, like, see, you know, mm-hmm. it's just really, it's really moving. It's good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like, 
yeah, like, a, the way in which this movie is grounded. Like, I think, you know, the thing is, like, Star Wars has this, mm-hmm. right? Star Wars has um, this element that, like, yeah, like, Luke is, you know, an everyman. And, like, he's one of us, you know? But he's also Darth Vader's son, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, what's good about, I think, Last Jedi is it, you know, starts to undo some of this, right? It mm-hmm. starts to, like... But it still is kind of invested in, particularly, like, in sort of what it pays attention to, right? Yeah. And what the characters focused on in the sort of hierarchy. And, like, Rogue One is just not interested in that. Yeah. Right? No. It's not... Whoa. Oh, sorry. Emma almost fell over. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, you just can't... You can't sit. <laughs> I can't sit. No. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, well, do we want to talk about, like... Yeah, we talked about how, like, it's a mess. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And things don't make sense. But do we want to talk about how, like, how much we love this movie? I feel like, like we've talked a lot it? about the stuff that we like. I don't know. I mean... Like, I, I want to, I'm actually, I feel like, I'm feeling positive. I want to go a little negative. That's where, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Like, this movie structurally is a mess. It's a the mess. The whole middle third, nothing happens. <laughs> like, literally, they go to Urdu, and the only thing that changes is that Galen is dead. Yeah. Mad Mickelson is dead. And then, like, none of the stakes or anything has changed. Yeah. 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 It's just a whole, like, 30 minutes of that movie. Mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything. Yeah. No, I guess yeah, because we did yeah. we did talk about like how beautiful, um, yeah, the yeah. movie is. We, but like, I, I still want to talk about. We did not we talk about, about like the greatest scene of all time. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what you're referring to. Oh, it's a scene that I mean, you you pointed out like how good this scene is. Oh um, right. Okay. Yes, I remember. The yeah. the so the hologram. Yes. So when when Galen gives the speech and then it's cutting between. The, the Death Star test, right? Where mm-hmm. they're going to blow up. Uh, Jetta. Jetta. I was about to say Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the protagonist of the Star Wars video game. It's okay. My... Uh, Jedi Academy. For a millisecond, I thought, Jakku. <laughs> Jakku. Well, I mean... <laughs> so... <laughs> could be. Might as well be. Yeah. Jakku. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that scene is so good. And I don't know if I can, like, pin exact, but part of it is that, like, yeah, like, it ties into some of the stuff we were talking about with, with Jin and Stardust and, right, like, that he's talking about his work, mm-hmm. right? He's talking about, like, also, like, yeah, the sort of this, this, like, connection he has with his daughter mm-hmm. and, like, trying to raise her in, you know, in a, I mean, in a very distant way, obviously, but sort mm-hmm. of, like, um, but, and then, like, you're also seeing, like, his work, right? The, like, yep. literal They're manifestation like of his work. It. Right, like being created, and so it's just this really like astonishing, mm-hmm. um, like juxtaposition. Yeah, that I don't. Yeah, I don't know like, if I can pin. I don't know. It's just like the editing is like perfect and stuff, yeah. and like the scenes that they show like subtly, like as the as his <clears throat> like speech goes on, and there's yeah. like different topics. It's like like yeah, the montage like slightly changes like to tie directly into <coughs> it. Right. Um, and like the music, I really love the music there because yeah. Um, no, I think we. We okay, watched yeah. we watched the movie with um with the subtitles on, and um the majority of the movie, anytime <laughs> there was music playing, it would be thrilling music plays. Yeah, so um, there was one time where it said dramatic music plays. Yeah, and stuff, but like it didn't say anything during this part, um with the music, um but like the music is like, so it's, it's like very somber, um and like yeah. it's. It's, like, grand, but not in this, like, ostentatious way. It's right. just, like, there is, like, a weight and, like, a terrible tragedy. Yeah, like, well, I think that's sort happen. of that. I think that's sort of, the, like, listening to the score this time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is really, like, 
like Star Wars light, <laughs> you know, very much like the like yo, it has a couple like okay themes and it's fine, like it's okay, like it's very. But I think those moments where it's like the Death Star stuff, where it's really quiet mm-hmm. and sort of these very like sort of somber, is actually like really mm-hmm. like a, a perfect aesthetic choice. And also like yeah, like really different mm-hmm. than how John Williams scores the destruction of stuff in yeah. New Hope, right? Yeah. And I think yeah, like no, I'm not. You know, that's a good score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot take. Good score. <laughs> um, but I think that, like, yeah, like, it's such a perfect way to sort of... I think also, yeah, communicate, yeah. like, you know, in, in A New Hope, it's like, oh, man, a whole planet just blew up. Yeah. You know? But it's like, you don't know what that means. Right. <laughs> like, and, like, yeah. And then in this movie, it's like the scale of things is so... And I love that, like, that shot of um, Cassian and Jin. Mm-hmm hugging each other as the, like, wave, like, washes over them yeah. is really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I don't know, I kind of wish the movie ended there. That's that's my hot take. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, the first time I watched this movie, there's the scene with Vader, like, killing all the rebel dudes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hate this. Like, mm-hmm. this is just the most fan y like, silly, like, thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was fine with Vader showing up earlier. Like, that was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is, like super dumb mm-hmm. right and this time i was like okay no that's it's cool like i like how it's like all these individual actors like mm-hmm. you know and there's and like the door doesn't work like nothing ever works <laughs> nothing works for the <laughs> um, um and you know they're you know i i like that contrast even if i still kind of think that it's like fantasy yeah. and silly yeah man but, i just side note i just want to point out to all the people who hate don't choke on your aspirations um Anakin has always been that cheesy. Oh yeah, an extra. Anakin like, is like the most. It extra is complete. Individual. People are like, it's out of character. Like Darth Vader is like you know, yeah. so cool yeah. and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> like he's always been like this. Yeah, apology accepted. Captain Nita. No, he's always been like this. Yes, he's always and been rant like this, for sure. Yeah, no, I I agree with that, and I also I actually also think like. Um, like, I think that's part of what the prequels also do, like, and people were mad about this. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, yeah, there's some degree that, like, I, Darth Vader is probably a more effective character when you don't know a lot about him. When you're like, yeah. oh, he's, like, Luke's dad, and, like, what's up with that? Yeah. You know, I don't I really know what that was like because I was five years old when Phantom Menace came out. <laughs> so this has been my whole life. Yep. Right? But um, at the same time, I do think that, like, the way, like... The, the prequels sort of deconstruct the myth of Vader. He's like, oh, he's just like this whiny kid. <laughs> like, he's like, you know, yeah. like a brat mm-hmm. who, like, you know, has maybe some good intentions, but, like, doesn't understand what he's getting into. Yeah. And, like, that, like, I sort of... And the thing is, actually, people talk about... I think someone said, that they, you know, the thing about Return of the Jedi is, like, yeah, like, it undoes how cool Vader is because he's, like, just the Emperor's lackey. It's and it's like, like, no! That's the point! Yeah, it's so good! it's so good! Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think I what I uh, meant to get at talking about, like, oh, I love this movie, is, like, I just had, like, so much fun with it, especially, like, in the last third. Like, yeah. the first mm-hmm. two thirds are, like, kind of rough. But, like, I don't yeah. know, man. Even though this, like, movie does not, like, give a lot or, like, it, it like, confuses yeah. the stuff that it does give, like, <laughs> right. that last ending part, like, where everybody's, like, dying and it's, like... Real, it's just real good. It's and I like yeah. It well, the thing is, it was weird because when we were watching the movie. I was like, man, like I'm not really into this, and I was expecting to be. And the thing is, also, I liked like the first thirty minutes a lot more than I remembered. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, and I, yeah, and that scene, you know, with, with the hologram and the Death Star mm-hmm. first firing is, like, so striking, and I was like, man, like, I'm, like, kind of, you know, I'm into this, like, I'm not, like, maybe not as much as I thought I was going to be, but, like, whatever, mm-hmm. and at some point I was like, man, like, I'm just not having a good time, like, mm-hmm. I, don't, and then I don't know what it was, <laughs> but, like, something turned, and then yeah. by the end of the movie I was like, yeah, like, this is good, Yeah. you know? Yeah, um, no. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I wish... And this is the thing is like I think it's funny like every every Star post Lucas Star Wars movie mm-hmm. I mean actually probably arguably every Star Wars movie since Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. <laughs> has been some degree of of just kind of messy yeah you know um, yeah and I'm I don't know I don't think Nine's not going to be an exception to that for sure <laughs> nope <laughs> uh, we know that mm-hmm. I have never seen a not messy J J Abrams movie so you know so. Who knows what that movie's gonna be? But. Who knows? But you know, I mean, this is like where I feel comfortable in Star Wars. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, there's like really interesting ideas, um, and there's nothing that I particularly hate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot that I love. Right. And like, there's a lot lacking, and it's like that's that's my sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's fair. Um, yeah, no, I like this movie a lot. I think actually it's weird. Yeah, I don't like it as much as Last Jedi, mm-hmm. I think, which I thought was going to be the other way around, mm-hmm. I think, going into this. Um, but I also think, like, yeah, I, in some ways, talking this over, I think thematically, mm-hmm. in some ways, this is one of the strongest Star Wars movies. And it also just, like, I think plays with, yeah, like a lot of Star Wars themes in a way that feels, like, really resonant. And also, like adds a lot of complexity to that yeah. world that I think it needs, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and also, in a much... I think, like, Last Jedi gets a lot of credit for introducing that kind of complexity, mm-hmm. um, which I which I would argue, like, a lot of what Last Jedi teases out is, like, already there. Yeah. Um, but also, um, I think this does it in a way that's, like, much quieter and, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I think... I don't know. Like, this is a movie that I think does a lot of good things, and I, like... And I, yeah, like, I don't know, like, how much I want to watch it again, mm-hmm. but it's a movie that, like, I will think about a lot. Particularly, yeah. like, in relationship to, like, Star Wars and mm-hmm. thinking about Star Wars. And yeah, like, it feels almost like a treat. And it's like, you don't need this movie, like, for no, Star yeah. Wars to work and no. be interesting, mm-hmm. right? But it is, like, an extra thing. Yeah, that, but I like, think, right, it's a it's a sequel, I mean, or, or prequel or whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, that, like, adds without taking away. Yeah. You know, and that I think that's, that's a trickier balancing act than than people would give it credit for. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else we have to say? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's about it from us. Uh, good movie. Mm-hmm. I like most of these movies. Yeah. Anyway, so next time we'll we'll maybe redraft our lists. Oh, yeah. Talk we about do that. Talk about that. And then we'll talk about our plans for the next year and get all that stuff posted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you have any suggestions, um, either for we kind of have an idea for the seasons that we want to do, mm-hmm. uh, but if you have suggestions for ideas yeah. or movies um, or like things that you want right. us to consider, or you know, again, always interested in hearing your favorite pizza toppings. Nobody has taken me up on that offer, but uh, it still stands. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, all right, well, let's do the rundown. Mm-hmm. So we are uh, hosted by the Abnormal Mapping Podcast Network, mm-hmm. which you can find at abnormalmapping.com and at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Give them money. Yes, please do. Help them help us. Yeah. 
<laughs> we don't see any of that money. No. Not, yeah. We, we, okay, if we want money, we start our own Patreon. We're not yeah. mooching off them. Yeah. Except that we no. let them post stuff for us. No, they do. Yeah, they do work for us. They do work for us. Yeah. Um, we, uh, so you can find us at Seasons Movie Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us at seasonspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find uh, all our episodes and an RSS feed and, mm-hmm. and links and stuff at abnormalmapping.com slash seasonsmoviepod. Yep. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? So you can definitely find me on Twitter at U of Wales. The letter U, Wales, the male. Yep. You can find me at Jacob.Benfell on Twitter, um, posting screenshots from Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Which is an okay game. <laughs> anyway, there you go. <laughs> Just one last hot take to leave y'all off with. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Happy New Year, and thanks to y'all. Yep. Bye. Bye.